Hello you gorgeous souls. So this is episode three of the journey. <sighs> I just want to set a scene and explain exactly where I am right now so that you can understand this whole journey of how I got to where I am right now. I'm currently sat in a power cut because the whole of Tulum has got a two-day power cut. And I'm sunbathing and recording a podcast. Topless, I may add. (laughs) I have never felt so free and so happy as I do right now. There's a few things I'm still manifesting, but I have never felt so grateful for everything I have in front of me, for everyone around me, and everything I know that is coming towards me. And this has not been an easy journey, as you will hear on this podcast. But the reason I'm sharing everything is because the more I share, the more that I can help you on your journey, and the more that you'll understand me. And, you know, when you see things and the posts and the stories and the messages and the things that I post, sometimes you may think, what the hell is she talking about? But I think doing this podcast, you'll start to understand me a little bit more. This hasn't been an overnight thing. Uh, It's 2024 and I awoke around 2000 and I had to say 2020 completely. Um, But yeah, 2013 was when I started saying things that were coming true for people. So I'm going to take you back to just me leaving and, you know, leaving Thailand and coming back and dealing with all of that nonsense that happened. And, yeah, starting a salon. And I'd wrote this business plan with intentions of getting a loan from the Princess Trust. And... I went to the Princess Trust and I did like the Dragon's Den thing and I asked for a lump sum of money and I then had to produce a business plan, all the money under the sun that it would cost me, what I needed, how I would set up the salon, where the location was, the marketing, everything under the sun. I say that a lot. It's because I'm probably sitting in the sun, (laughs) that's probably why. And yeah... I had to write this and I worked on this podcast for, podcast, sorry, this plan for, um, I think it was about three weeks altogether and I had a mentor and and then I had to go and do like the Dragon's Den thing when I have to stand in front and produce what, like present what I wanted and then, yeah, I I was presented the next day with a lump sum to start my business and it wasn't a huge lump sum but it was definitely to start and get going and I'd have to pay it back and it was crazy because at the end of like getting the money they turned around and said we knew from day one of meeting you that we were going to invest in you Hannah and I was like huh so I went through all of that like everything it was it was a lot of work but yeah they already knew that they wanted to invest in me so I was like wow 
thank you so much. I really appreciate that. Then the journey of Lois and Clark's unisex beauty salon begun. And this was everything I had ever manifested. I used the money to set the salon up. I pulled in everyone <laughs> to help me um, turn a chapel of rest into a salon. So we had new tiling, I painted along with my dad, my nan and my mum. Those that used to come to the salon would remember the colours of uh, turquoise, silver and black. And I used to have this diamante everywhere. Do you remember it? Oh my God, I still have the logo from my, um, from, from the business. Like it's still on my phone somewhere and I'm like, I sometimes look and think, oh my God, like I could still be there. But then I'm like, no, because where I am now is where I'm meant to be. But yeah, that was the start of everything. Like I trained as a beauty therapist. I trained in like loads of things, but hadn't got to where I needed to get until just now, until now. Like I was, I was a nail technician, but I wasn't in my passion with it as yet. I was doing waxing, I was doing tannings. I mean, this was back in the day when Lauren's Way first came out and my Essex ladies will remember that. And yeah, I was doing HD brows and I was having people come from Amy Salon Salon and coming to me because they were like, oh my God, I didn't know you were in Chelmsford. Like they'll find out about HD Brows and then coming to me. And then I trained with the most amazing waxer. Girls, if you're in beauty and you need someone who to teach you waxing, Kim Lawless was my idol and she still is. And she is the best teacher in waxing. And then I become really good at waxing. And do you know what? My salon was going amazing. And... I won't go into my love life with this because there wasn't really, there was one guy who was around me at the time and yeah, he taught me all about Adele. That's all I'm going to say. He used to send me lyrics of Adele <laughs> and I know you're listening because I see you watching my stories um, and yeah, he was a part of the journey while I was at this salon and I think I found a lot of self-love for myself in this salon because I was always having the spray tans. I was always making sure that I had beautiful nails. I was always making sure that I was waxed. And yeah, I was a proper little beauty queen. I used to literally like have everything. Only thing I couldn't do myself was my lashes. And yeah, I remember on a Thursday night I would ring my mum mum the salon's closed come and do me a spray tan for the weekend <laughs> do you remember Thursday I mean Thursday spray tans is still a thing yeah um anyway I'm going off topic but I'm just explaining how like you have to go through all of these things to get to where you want to go because me going into beauty then got me to here because I become so connected to people and I would yeah I would be doing someone's nails a pedicure a manicure whatever it was and I would just literally say stuff to them and like oh I feel like you're gonna meet someone and then they'd meet someone but we never ever went oh you're psychic or anything like that and because we were working we I say me I did have someone working with me but 
this really wasn't that important to talk about so she doesn't really get much chat in my in in this time it's just not yeah um one thing you'll notice is that in this podcast I may talk about people but I won't ever mention their names um of anyone who's ever actually done anything wrong to me because when you go on this journey you realize that you actually brought that energy into yourself and in yourself because it was something they needed to show you and trigger you (laughs) inside (laughs) to then work on it and I don't need to bring people's names into things and things like that and anyone who's been on my journey with me since the beginning will probably know who I'm talking about because you know me as a know me as a friend or a person that is you know friend of a friend or whatever um Essex is a small place and everyone knows everyone unfortunately but it's just the way it is it's it's the same as where we are wherever we are um in a community everyone knows everyone and majority of people know people's business and yes just the way it is anyway so um where was I see this is the thing I get sidetracked and I have to come back to where I was and yeah but this is where this is raw and it's unedited because girl I don't know how to um, edit anything and I'm just going with the flow and you know sometimes this journey this podcast that I'm doing may be a little bit long-winded but I hope that it feels like I'm just having a conversation with you as a friend and helping you on your journey and showing you that everything I've been through you I know you've been through too it may be in different circumstances but yeah anyway right let me have a breath (laughs) okay so mm, where were we so we were talking about the salon okay so bearing in mind I'm working in a chapel of rest and across the way was my father's business and this was the first company I used to work for and I was the manager there before I even went to Australia on my little journey in Australia. And this used to be a morgue and I used to be scared of this place and I couldn't be in one room because I felt so scared in there. And my brother used to shut me in there and be like, you gotta sit in there today. (laughs) And my older bro, I'm talking about my older bro, and he used to just like take the mickey and be like, you've got to sit in the cold room, the dead room and all that sort of stuff. So having this place across the way from me was obviously a little bit weird. And I used to feel the energies from there. And then when I worked in the Chapel of Rest, that was where the people used to come and obviously see their family members. And I was still into my readings. Yes, I was still into the readings. Me and Carla were still friends. Me and Carla are still friends. And we probably always will be. And we were still having the readings, but not obviously as much. And I decided that I wanted to learn Reiki. So I learned Reiki. And we all know when you learn Reiki, it opens you up to everything. And I started to learn Reiki and I didn't understand it. I didn't have a clue what I was doing, opening my chakras, pulling in energies of all sorts. And my little salon was my little haven. And many of you have even spent evenings in there with me. And we used to feel that there was 
something there. And I just had this vision of this nun. And I was like, why is there a nun in here? (laughs) And it was so weird. I went to a reading and the woman said, there's a nun that follows you around in a place that you work. And I was like, oh my goodness. And so I freaked out. Now, this wasn't the first time that I'd seen things. Um, when I used to, when I was 14 years old, I used to work with my friend Penny, and she was the manager of this really cool restaurant. And she used to say to me, Can you go and take the bins down? And I'd be like, Yeah, no problem. And some people didn't like doing it because we had to go to like this lift area that was really freaky and scary. But I was like, yeah, I'll do it, I'll do it. So I put all the bins on top of the trolley and I'm driving, driving, pushing the trolley down to the bins and the lights go out and I'm like, ah, why's the lights gone out? And she's like, and they're like, oh, don't worry, it's just shutting down everything. And I was like, oh, okay, because um, it was in a department store. It was actually the co-op in Chelmsford, Essex. And... Uh, So I'm pushing this trolley and all of a sudden I see something and I'm like, (gasps) and she's like, what's wrong? What's wrong? And she's shouting over to me going, what's wrong? What's wrong? And I'm like, there's something here. And she's like, what? And like, so I chuck all of the rubbish into the lift and I run back and they're like, all my friends like who work there are all laughing at me going, what's wrong with you, idiot? And I was like, there's there's something down there. I'm freaking out. Something down there. And anyway, we then realised that it was haunted and we used to just take the mick basically. And that was my time to get the scaries. So... I'm already realising that I can see things, but not, like, knowing exactly what it is. And I'm in the salon, and I'm feeling the energies. And I've already had this reading, and I'm like, I'm going to speak to you, because I'm not scared. (laughs) Anyway, I used to have little conversations. I mean, she didn't speak back or anything, but, you know, this time was my time, and I would sit in there for hours doing my nails because they were my thing and I would literally have music blaring in the TV and we would I would sing dance and talk to the nun and do my nails at the same time and this podcast will be a little bit longer because my last podcast I got told to go longer so oh what is that sorry see the scaries are everywhere um so yeah I'm scared in the salon but like oh it's okay I'm fine I'm I'm all right with it but like she used to slam doors and she'd move things and I was just like this is freaking freaky and anyway I've opened myself up to Reiki I don't know how to do it I don't understand it all I know is that I'm feeling things and I think someone said it's like a radiator you have to turn it off like otherwise yeah you have to close down and all this sort of stuff and I wasn't closing myself down and I become I think she said I'm like a radiator I attract the heat no radiator I don't know but she was like you attract it and all this sort of stuff and obviously I didn't understand and I kept asking for more information to kind of get it but I didn't and then me and my little salon fell out and I felt that I needed to leave because I felt depressed, sad, lonely, upset. Um, Me and the guy that I'd been seeing, 
um, had broken up. Not that we were together properly. I mean, that never actually got there, but yeah. Um, but we weren't seeing each other anymore. And the wonderful guy from Thailand had come back into my life and was trying to spice things up again. And I actually was very strong with myself then and said, no. And I think I saw him once and I was like, no, I don't want to see you again. Um... I'm trying not to bring the drama of the men in because it's just silly. I don't need to talk about that. We can do individual podcasts about that. This is about the awakening. And, oh, okay, so your girl has to leave the salon because the man who owns it comes in and says, we're going to build on this and you need to leave. And I'm like, what? And he's like, we want to knock it down and do something else with it and build flats and all this sort of stuff. And I was like, oh, okay. And me being me was like, okay, no worries, it's fine, I'll find another place. So I then moved to another place in Rayleigh. Don't ask why I went there. It's not the nicest place, but yeah. I ended up there and I had a salon for three months there and I put my heart and soul into it. It wasn't a big salon, it was a couple of rooms above a hairdresser's. I'm not going to go too much into that, but as you know, when you're not meant to be somewhere, you will be pushed out. So then I went for lunch with a very good friend of mine, and I told her what had been going on. I'd moved salons, thinking I needed to move salons. I was in this salon, making quite a bit of money, doing all right, and I just didn't feel comfortable, just wasn't happy. I was sad still and nothing was going right and we'd gone for lunch and she told me that she was moving to Dubai and she was like I've got this I'm gonna get a job I'm gonna move to Dubai you make loads of money and yeah I followed those money things that we do and within six weeks I moved to Dubai. I packed up my salon and yeah, I also said goodbye to my gorgeous little dog, Poppy, that I had only had a little while. And my dad had brought this, this beautiful little dog for me because me and, and the guy that I was seeing were going to get a dog, and, you know, as we do. And I was so upset that I'd obviously broken up with this guy and then I was not getting the dog. My dad was like, let's get you a dog. I was like, yay, let's get a dog. So then I got a dog. And, um, yeah, I had to say goodbye to Poppy, my mum, my dad, and my salon again. And that was the end of Lois and Clark's. And it was really sad, but I knew that I could have more. Well, I thought I could have more. I still believe I can have more. I'm having more. <laughs> but, yeah, it was a sad time. And it went on for, like, two and a half years. But in that time, I realised that I had developed depression. I developed anxiety. And because I'd learnt to do Reiki, I was bringing in all sorts of bloody nonsense. And I'm going to leave it here.
because the next episode is me getting on a flight and going to Dubai. Thank you so much for listening. I know the story may be long, but trust me, my life has been long. (laughs) I'm now 41 years old. I'm living in Tulum, still not settled, but I'm settled in my heart. And if you can take anything away from this podcast today, is that if you continuously choose yourself, self-love, a settled heart, and follow every single nudge and push that you receive from the universe, then you can't go wrong. I still receive them to this day. They have taken me many, many places and they're still taking me many, many places. This will continue on the journey. And I just want you to know that everything you want, you can have, but you have to want it inside of you. Everything inside of you has to be because you want it, not because you think it will help you, not because you think it will be the making of you, not because you feel that it's something that everyone else has, not because you feel you should do it, because you want it to make yourself and your life better in all areas of your life. (sighs) Okay. Oh, funny how I'm finishing on this in 22 minutes, which is a very important number in my life. Okay, my lovelies, I love you lots. If you have any questions, then you can always reach out and ask me. But I will see you on episode four of my podcast. Thank you for listening.